This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Today on Man Calls the Heart, we talk about telephones, business partnerships, and building a future. All that and more on the season six premiere. Let's do it, Hardys. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome back, Hardys. Back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing Gwen Calls the Heart, <laughs> season six, episode one, the premiere episode. Phone rings and heartstrings. Yep, yep. You should all know us by now, but if you don't, welcome. I'm one of your hosts, Marissa Serafini. Joining me, I have... In studio, I'm back. It's me, James Lott Jr. In studio, you're back. Oh my gosh, it's been like forever since we've been in the same room together. It's been a year. Yeah. Since we've done... The, we did the finale last year. That was like April. That was April, so almost a year, almost a year. And I, and I haven't been, I've been gone, I was gone for eight months. I know. So I'm back, you guys. You left me. I left you. It's it wasn't okay. by I choice, for you. We all know it wasn't by choice. Right. <laughs> Not but at all. Parties are back. We're back. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk about the season. Yes, me too. I can't season six, you guys. Season, season six. six. We've come a long way. We have come a long way. The town has come a long way. It is, and I'm seeing things in the background. I, you know, I always look at the background all the time. I'm seeing things like, oh mm-hmm. my god, this is happening over there, and that's happening over there, and that's happening over there. So, yes, it's it's becoming a fully formed yeah. community. It's, it's it's a growing town. Yes. Look at that. Well, obviously, we're going to break it all down yeah. with Elizabeth and yes. cute baby Jack. Yes. You know, some stuff with Laura, Abigail, and bringing the phone to town. Yes. Yes. The saloon and potential future business partnership. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Team Classy has a great storyline. I'm not talking about that. With building a future. We're yep. going to get all into it. But before we do, yes. James, what were your quick thoughts? About the season six premiere, um, it was it was cute. It was it was, it was just a nice. It was, it was like it wasn't too much. It was kind of on the lighter side. Definitely lighter. Very much lighter. I don't think there was any like real dramatic. No, moment. not really at all. And it was interesting to see Gowan in a lighter side too. This episode, they really kind of played up the lighter side of stuff with him. Um, it was a fun episode. So, what do you think? Uh, I liked it. It was like lighter, like you said, uh, and there was a lot of storylines to follow. Yeah, I had to watch this episode like two and a half times to make sure I. I had to watch it watched slowly. Everything. I had to watch yeah. it slowly because it was like there was a lot of stuff to absorb. Yeah, a lot of things. It was like we just hit the ground running, and that's what you know the show does because we're no, they're not going to wait for anyone. It's like no, you got to catch up. This town is growing, yes. and uh, it's it's definitely progressing forward. And so shall we? Let's talk about Elizabeth. Let me start the yes. episode with yes. Elizabeth and Baby Jack. She's <laughs> like coming into this new motherhood lifestyle. She's balancing. You know, motherhood to going back to teaching now. But what are your thoughts first? Because I haven't really talked to you in person about this. But your thoughts of Baby Jack? Uh, yeah, I wasn't here. Yeah, so in person. Okay, yeah. The, the, first of all, the cutest babies. Oh my gosh, so cute. The cutest so babies. Cute. And I know that babies 
um, they do their own thing uh, when you work with babies and children. So I know it's kind of funny, but these these babies acted right on cue. I mean, smiling, and I mean, it's like I mean, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I mean, it takes that to take to do these, but right. they were great. I mean, these cute. It just it number one. It's cute. They named you named him Jack after Jack, of course. Very so, apropos. Yeah, very apropos. I like the great word. I like the word. Um, and I thought I thought. Um, just in general, just showing her having to, like, it happens still today, being a single mom mm-hmm. back then and having to juggle it all. And just, and, and, and everybody loving the baby. I love the opening intro and she's talking, she's kind of doing the voiceover and saying, just like Jack in real life, all the ladies <laughs> and all the men want to like, and it's, it's just, it was very Women cute. want to be friends with him. Yes, it was very, it was very, it, like you're saying cute, but that's the word I think that came regarding cute. that, that storyline. It's very cute. Right. It, it is cute. And, Gosh, those babies are adorable. Oh my god, yes. And yes. and to get them like constantly smiling at Aaron at slash Elizabeth in this episode, I was like, oh. yeah. I did also question. I was like, I wonder how long that took them. Yeah, I, was saying, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about how many takes it took and all that right. stuff. So, but maybe maybe they're just good babies. I mean, maybe maybe some some babies are you know good at that. So yeah. But I mean, we see throughout this episode, Elizabeth is questioning if she's a good mother. Do you think it's too soon for her to question that? Because we technically have only seen maybe like. A full episode, one and a half episodes of her being an actual mother. So do you think it's too early for her to question those things? No. As a parent... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I said health. Me and the mothers of my children, we, yes, I said mothers. (laughs) Um, It was very hard um, in the beginning because it's the very beginning, it's so new. And a lot of your parents out there will understand this. It's so new. You don't want to make sure that. You're like, are you giving them enough attention? You don't want to leave. You really don't want to leave them. It's so, it's so hard to leave them, even though half the time you're tired or you're, or you're a little stressed out. I always say the first year of my daughter's lives, my daughter's life, mm-hmm. um, I was just like, is she alive? Is she breathing? Is she alive? Is she breathing? Oh my God, what's going on over there? What's going on over there? Like, did I feed them enough? Did I take the things? Like, it's, you're literally just trying to make sure there's. So you do question like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? Am I away too long? So I thought for her. It's right on target of feeling kind of like and she's doing it by herself, right. so to speak. I mean, the town is helping her, but it's it's her baby. So I feel to me it's in line with kind of questioning yourself. And I think mothers out there would understand. Okay, that. yeah, yeah, and you're definitely a parent, and this is where I wish Maria was still here because she is the mother yes. of the panel. Yes, of course. So, I mean, but good for her. We Maria, love Maria. Maria Provenzano, our former <laughs> host, on home and family. But she she's living enough on home and family. And also. She has two kids. Hallmark, she has so two kids. She, uh, plug for her. Yes. Because, I mean, yeah, she's a mother. She she, mm-hmm. she knows what it's like to to go through that, being a first mom and all. But I, I feel that's a very realistic story for no matter whether you're a mother or just, just a new parent, mm-hmm. if you're doing a good job. And I and I love how Abigail went up to her. It's like, no, you're a great Yes, mother. right. I'm like, because Abigail's a great mother, yes, too. It takes one and no one. Yes, it does. But I think when people are in the chat room agreeing, once I guess we have, like, yes, when you're in your first time, there's that commercial out there where it's like, first time parents, and like they're all careful. Second time, <laughs> right, they're like, here you go, here's a baby in the shower. I love those commercials because it's so true. Every when you, I grew up around kids because I come from a big family, so there was mm-hmm. always babies in my life. So by the time I had children, you st- I still got nervous. But I was a little more relaxed, but I still was a little nervous because it's yours and you don't want anything to happen. Right. And you do question yourself. 
So Elizabeth, Elizabeth is a she's a good person and she wants to do well and she wants the baby to, you know to do really well. And she's a teacher also, which I'm sure there's some kind of that in there too. Um, and yeah. yeah, so then it's like it makes sense to me. Makes she's, sense. She's going back to teaching. I mean, she was always a great parent or yeah. like a great parent, similar surrogate parent yes. to, to all the children yes. because how we know that she's going to be a good mom for yes. just how she treats all the children and how she raises them and teaches them life lessons too. So I agree. It, it makes, I, I'm just after all this time that we see her like really so self confident. It's really the first time I, I she's like questioning herself. Yeah, and that's what a parent will do. That right. I mean, that's <laughs> natural too. Like, Mom's always worried. Stuart Pierce says <laughs> like, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And she's also being kind of somewhat of a surrogate mother to Laura in this episode. Yes. What did you think of Laura and the whole uh, idea that she has to work part time at the mercantile? She, her family doesn't have enough money to go to college. What are your thoughts of the the Laura storyline and how uh, Elizabeth helped her along the way? First of all, these kids are growing up yes, right before our eyes. Right before our eyes. Robert's They're, like three feet tall. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, I'm like, hello, Javen. Like, you just in real life. You're like, you're just growing so tall. I know. Um, no, I thought again, realistic. This show, what this show does a lot of times, even though it's set in a period that's not today, it's relevant to today. The issues, so it's like the issues were still going on back then, and I love how I love how Elizabeth is empowering. She's, I always say, girls and women should watch this show because they actually empower the empowerment on this show is really strong. And mm-hmm. I know you, I know you agree with that. And many of you in the chat room agree with that. Oh, um, and so I love the fact that she was trying to let find to figure out help her figure out a way to actually get to college. She knew there's some stuff going on. It's hard when your family doesn't have any money. And I was working at 15. I mean, I, my family, I didn't have any money, so I was working at 15. But I had still aspirations to go to college. Yeah. You, you, have to, you have to work hard in a certain way. And I love that Elizabeth was trying to help encourage her to, yeah, to and go away. Yeah, it does take work to get to where you actually want to be. Yes, she has to work full-time as a nanny and part-time mm-hmm. at the mercantile. But if you really want to go to college, how like that's worth an education. Mm-hmm. Work hard now. It'll be easier later. Right. And I, want, I just want to mention, um, hi, everybody in the chat room, of course. You Hello. guys are all you wonderful. You want to shout some out? You, you guys are also wonderful. So, yes, thank you. We got Lori Pearson, Jen, uh, Jen Hebink. I, I would say you're wrong. And Riddle. I know I say this every time. I'm so, and I'm so grateful to say this. <laughs> I Jeanette, know MSU. Who, uh, hi, Jeanette. I, have to, I just have to say it because that's our thing we do. Sunshine Heart. I see Chickens is in here. I love Chickens. Chickens is back. Chickens is back. Uh, Debbie Bailey is in here. Anna Martinez, Stuart Pierce. Kelly Fogg, our girl. Kelly Fogg's in here. Um, I just, I mean, it's just uh, Sharon Meeker, Stark. Sunshine Hardy, right. Laura Pearson, Lisa Colangelo. Hello, Hardys. We're Barbie back. Gay. I'm so happy. Yeah, I just, uh, Carolyn <laughs> Canopy. I hope I said your name correct. Um, I just, I just, for me, it just makes me, I'm so happy to be sitting here. And you guys said hi to me, so hi to you guys, too. We're just happy to be here. All right. Are, are they saying anything about the whole well, they're, 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 like, they're liking the Laura storyline, yeah. and they're glad she's going to be Baby Jack's nanny. But the whole thing is like, yeah, um, that's what a good teacher does, is encourage your students to do better. That's what many of them were saying in the chat. Room. So yeah. it's it's uh you know it's I think I think I agree with, I agree with that sentiment you guys I think that's what that's what good a good I had good teachers that pushed me also yeah and that's and, what a good teacher does and I think uh, that I think the the whole line haven't read Pride and Prejudice yet it's like you call yourself a girl but Jane Austen <laughs> I, I, I love, thought of you actually I, I thought of you I was like Jane Austen of if, course if people don't know Pride and Prejudice is literally one of my favorite yes. stories I've read it like five or six times in my life I, I literally can't even count because I read it so often yeah I thought I thought of you I, I said, that's I said like Jane Austen it's a staple story in yeah. any woman's life yeah I agree no matter what age you are yeah. so it's, a, it's actually a, now, now that I think it I was probably Laura's age by the time I first oh, right. read it I was young. Did you see the movie? Way with too the, young to really you see the understand movie. That. See the movie with uh, Kate Winslet. 
the Kate Winslet version. Was it, did, did, did she do Pride Prejudice? Oh, Kira Knight. Oh, Kira Knight. That's like two thousand five. We're totally getting off tangent. Okay, just saying. Just but just no, Mr. Darcy is Colin Firth for me. Hello, <laughs> BBC. <laughs> but Hello. that's beside the point. Yes. Yes. Um, but I do love how Elizabeth gave her the book, and you know, to just encourage more education. Yes. Especially Pride and Prejudice. So when definitely good for you, girl. Definitely. I'll, all right. Anything else about that before we move on to Abigail? Yes. Actually, before we move on to Abigail, I think I have to do a little read, folks, you guys. You know, yeah. for us here at AfterBuzz TV, we love bringing these shows to you. We really, really do. And we, we want to, and we really do thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Especially you Hardys out there really follow us. And we want to help, help, help you guys help us continue to grow. And as tell other, first, tell other Hardys, of course. Uh, you're on YouTube right now. If you're not subscribed to us, some, I, I see a couple of people here said they're the first time watching. They listen to us, but they're first time watching. Oh, awesome. So welcome. Like this, hit the subscribe button while you're here. It's Attributes TV Drama, so hit the subscribe button so you know we're here. Um, and also, if you're on iTunes, some of you guys say you listen on iTunes. If you're listening right now, later, you're listening to iTunes, make sure you you, you follow that, like hit like there too, and give us a five star rating. And also, tell us what you think. We read comments on the air sometimes. We do. We do. So tell like us what you think. Like this one, also on iTunes. If you so. go over to iTunes, type in Afterbus TV, run calls the heart, you'll find our podcast right at the top. But, you know, like last time, uh, Maniac Manatee gave us five stars. Manatee, says, okay. Wow. Um, he or she, yeah, sorry, I don't know your gender, but it says, I really love this. With being an experienced hearty, I thought it provided it provides great insight, and I love the little add-on to my win calls the heart night. Uh, she does say, I would like it to be better if we get cut to the facts and make it be a little shorter, but <laughs> we talk fast. There's a lot to talk about we in this episode. Fast. We do Besides talk fast. that, she really loves it, and you all are doing a great job. So Thank you. Thank you, man. Well, maniac. Maniac. And thank you. So I, and thank you all there for you being go. a part of Afterbus TV. It means so much to us. Tell your friends. Tell all the Hardies. There's 65,000 of you out there. We want 65,000 people watching our show. Right. So and listening them. to our show on iTunes. And listening to our show on so. iTunes. And Great uh, comment you. everywhere. And thank you. And thank you everybody. Yes, my shirt says I'm a hugger. And you guys who know <laughs> me, some of you have gotten hugs from me. So yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hugger. That was the first thing you did to me when <laughs> you came through the studio yes, today. Yes, yes. All right. Let's talk about. Abigail. I mean, yes. she's such an awesome woman already. I know she's a bomb, and she's even a more awesome yeah. mayor. Mayor this yeah. time. Now she's bringing the telephone to the, the telephone. Town. The telephone. What are your thoughts of this? <laughs> I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. I I just think how ironic. I almost said ironical. How <laughs> I, I was joking to say that. I know it's not a real word. Um, but how ironical that they're talking about the phone in a day and age where I mean, I I literally live on my phones. We all do. No, we all do. So it's kind of like the phones. Our phones are our computers now. I'm our tracking phones, live chat via my phone. Yeah, right she's now. on her phone. So it's like my phone's in my pocket because I don't want to get to do this thing. Um, but it's just so funny. I'm like, I thought, wow, they're bringing the phone on. And you and I talked about this off camera. I thought it'd be like a long storyline of the phone, but actually, it's they just went right into it. Yeah, I was surprised that they introduced it so quick because if you think about it, like season four. They talked about the railroad, and it took us a few episodes, even to like the next season, for us to actually see it come to fruition. It was like a slow, progressive buildup, and this is like, no, we're getting the phone this episode. And even if you check out my interview with Lori Lachlan yes. back at HFR four, yes. yeah. that was great. She mentioned that she was bringing her character was bringing the telephone, and I was. It's actually a great thing to start the season off on a positive note. Progression, um, mm-hmm. just like. It shows yep. growth of the town. It shows even more communication with outside the town now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to do wonders for them. Oh yeah, and I, I love the old phones. I love. I want an old phone. 
Just to have one. I mean, I don't want to dial it or anything, but I just want to open it. It's so cute. Just to have. Just to have it's it. It's vintage now. It's vintage now. It won't work, but just to have it. But it will change the town. It's going to change it immensely. Not to rely on the telegraph so much anymore. Now you have the phone. Yeah. And I, I actually found it quite uh, funny that it, it seemed like the men were having the harder hardest time adjusting and adapting to phones mm-hmm. because we see Ned Joe's making a mess of the, the switchboard yes, yes. where a woman had to come and fix his problem yes, yes. and then Bill was not happy because he's like the telegraph has been working for the last 80 years now so it seems like the men are a little bit more resistant except to for it. Lee except for Lee Lee was practicing on the phone he's like yes yeah. you that order. I laugh so hard when, when Bill watches like oh really you know it's not it's not on yet um, that was actually very very funny right um, side note I was a switchboard operator so I've that's two of the jobs I've ever done. I did switchboard twice. Yeah, I've known you for how long and how I, I know. I think I never had a chance to mention it. I was a switchboard operator at Morgan Stanley and I was a switchboard operator for an answering machine service. So you years changed ago. the component wires mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Back, this was back in the 80s, so it was a long time ago. So now they do it differently. But yeah. Interesting. But I, lo- I love switchboard. All I love right. that. I love it. She came in. Do you think that the new chick is going to be kind of. I think she's definitely sticking around for a few episodes. She showed her ankles. Well, it was more so like yeah. ankle socks. But it was yes. short, a shorter skirt than most are yes. used to. Yeah. Progress- progressive woman, though. Yes. Look at the position that she was in. She had to fix a man's problem. Mm-hmm. And, and like, she just, she's already inspirational. I yeah. like her. Yeah. She can stay. Yeah, she can stay. I'm like, fine. Fiona Miller. That's right. Fiona I see Miller. you, girl. Yes, I see you, girl. So she's in there. She's going to do it. They're going to work it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like her. And I think it's good that it. You know, the telephone is going to do a wonders. For I think they said the telegraph was around for 80 years at for that point. Years? I was like, wow, interesting. I didn't, like, I didn't know that. Telegraph has worked for 80 years now. Yeah, I was like, wow, it's around that long. That's my best bill voice. <laughs> it's terrible, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but Jack, I did, we're going to forgive you. Yeah, I did love the the moment with uh, Florence and Molly, Team Flomo. They're like, yes. scandalous. Yeah, I don't get a phone. I know the phone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I forgot to mention the scene with Flo and the baby in the beginning. Beginning. I thought she would never leave. Now we can gossip about the town. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop. Everybody. I couldn't stop laughing. That was like, cute. That was cute. Like Florence, Florence. He's a little too young for that. Yes, Come but on. yeah, the the, the telephone is going to be great. I, I have it in my notes now. They need to learn the magic of voicemail. <laughs> voicemail. I know. <laughs> not really. there yet. Though. Not there yet. Uh, moving on to the saloon. Tom has to sell the saloon because he's traveling back and forth to Union yeah. City. But people are interested in buying the saloon, particularly Gowan. And Bill, but they want to go to Lee because obviously Lee has the most money in the whole town. What are your thoughts of how this all played out and them just trying to set up this partnership? Yeah, again, very lighthearted compared to like the past relationship between them, between Bill and Gowan. It was very lighthearted, kind of comical. Um, to me, two great choices who would want to buy the saloon. I mean, I was like, these are two people. I'm like, yeah, I can see them both each running a saloon. Yeah. Um, it would be kind of funny to have them in a partnership would be interesting. But then, you know, we find out, it turns out they're not going to, somebody else bought it. But, um, and Lee would be the great choice. I love Rosemary. Rosemary does everything. <laughs> that's my, you know, that's my girl. And of course, girl. she makes it all about herself. Oh, too. of course. I mean, that's my girl. And so I know. What will you um, do for me? Exactly. I just think it's so funny that she was like, okay, now you sit down and you said, let's talk about this. What can you offer me? Because mm-hmm. Lee said, you got to talk to Rose, you know, talk to her. So I was like, okay, 
So it was, it was funny. It was funny. One moment. Yeah, Bill was willing to rename the saloon Rosemary. Yes. And Gon says that he would build a stage for Rosemary so she can perform. Yeah. I, I was like, all right, Rosemary, I see what you're trying to get out well, of Well, she's this. a performer, so she wants to perform. She is. There's no, there's no theater there or anything. There's so. nothing stopping her building a stage at her own house. That's true, too. That's true, too. Just saying. Yeah, that's true, too. But, well, now we see what's happening now. I mean, somebody else is coming to town. Yeah, whatever happened to that gazebo that they had yeah. back in, like, season three? Yeah, you guys, where'd, where'd it go? go? Where'd that go? Where'd it go? You're right, where'd it go? I mean, th- that was a stage that mm-hmm. she could have performed on. Mm-hmm. Did they strike that? I don't know. Repurpose the wood for something else? <laughs> I don't know, really. You probably did. It could be production. Maybe, maybe, maybe for all those who came to town. Remember that influx of people came to town, they needed the wood for something else. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll say that. I was like, it's like, look at your husband. He he runs the sawmill. Yeah, I know. He, can, he, build he can easily build you something yeah. in like half a day. Yeah. You'll be, you're fine, Rosemary. Yes. But I did like how she tried to manipulate it so she can get something out of it. That's so her. true to Rosemary. Oh, yeah, completely. She she played a big part in this completely. episode. Completely, she did. Um, also playing matchmaker, too, Rosemary. Oh, yes. Carson and Faith. So they're really going with that relationship, I guess. I guess they're yeah, going that they're direction. building it up. I yeah. mean, we kind of saw that coming. Yeah, but saw that coming. But now it's actually... <laughs> It's happening. Happening on screen. But it also makes sense that Rosemary would be the matchmaker. Yeah, it would. Seemingly. Definitely. It's like, there's no surprise I I love that it didn't go the way she... Well, first they were were finishing each other's sentences when they were helping uh, Ned Ned. with his head. head. (laughs) Ned with his head. I'm rhyming. (laughs) Um, And uh, and so that was kind of funny. And I was like, okay, I I noticed that at first. I'm like, oh, they're kind of finishing each other's sentences. Okay. And they are a cute couple. They'll be a cute couple together. Mm -hmm. But I just wasn't sure they were going to go that direction. And now it seems like they're really going that direction. So that dinner party was really funny. Like most dinner parties, things don't always go as planned. Um, Somewhat you know. awkward too. Do you agree with Rosemary was saying about Lee's? Like it's great to have some be married because you always have someone agree with you. I'm like, <laughs> girl, that's not how a relationship no, works. No, not at all. Not, it's not at all. Compromise. Not at all. Uh, no, yeah, not at all. But I thought, but I thought it's again true to her character. Yes, that's why she would say that. I mean, Lee loves her, of course, and it's, he's fine. Right. Um, but these two, I'm really curious to see if they really do get together this season. They work things out. Like they, they hit some patches here and there, especially the line, I'm never wrong because Lee loves me so much. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, yes. sure. Yes. Sometimes you do kind of go in the wrong direction, but we always work it out. I was like, yeah, it's true. But it was, a fun, it, was a, it was a funny dinner party. It was funny. It was, again, it was, it, light, was. it was lighthearted, so it was, it was funny. And the relationship usually is lighthearted. Yeah. They, they are the lighthearted couple. Yeah, they actually are. They it's, have some dramatic moments here and right. there. But they're the ones that we get the most laughs out of. That's true. That's true. Because I mean, Lee's facial expressions to Rosemary is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Kevin is a great. He does a great job. It's just. No. It's just like you can tell they're having fun. I mean, in real life, it's like they're having fun with the, with this role. So yeah. they have too much fun sometimes. Where sometimes I just wonder when if I'm watching Lee and Rosemary or if I'm actually watching Pascal and Kevin. Right. Right. Exactly. I feel the same way. It's like but there's so much their characters. I don't mind it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, I have a crush on Pascal, so I mean, I just I know you she's do. just, she's just you love her. I do. So anything she does, I'm like, sure. We're working. I'm getting them on the show. Yes, we're working, we're working on. We are working on getting here. Getting here. Um, yeah, but they're they are the married couple right now because unfortunately Jack is gone. Jeanette, Jeanette but, says mm. they were caught in Rosemary's web. I like uh, that. I like yeah. that. That's pretty funny. That's true. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. true. Yeah, but I said, yeah, it was awkward. Yeah, it was, it was just awkward. It was awkward. You know, um, yeah, it was just but they actually came to a good agreement at yes. the end where they were talking that it should be Gowan and Bill together. 
to do the partnership. Yes. And then they got bought out. But we did see the moment with Gowan and Bill starting to work out their differences. Like, mm-hmm. if you run the receipts here and I do this and buy the whiskey here or whatever, like, they were, they could have been a good working partnership. I, I agree. Think. I agree. And I think that's the whole point was that if someone keeps an eye on Gowan, mm-hmm. then it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. And, Bill, and Bill be the one to do it, obviously. I mean, I think it'd be good because that's what he was talking to Lee. And see, Lee could have done it too, Kai, but I think Bill would be better suited to kind of keep an eye on him and keep him on the straight and narrow. Um, so, but I think Gowan is trying to trying to redeem him. So I think he's trying to redeem himself, right. or like have a cleaner business and restart yeah. again. Yeah. I get it. You all know how much I don't I like know. Gowan. I know, but I'm willing to give if he can start afresh. I, I'm I'm willing to see where his new storyline takes him. Yes. So there yes, you go. I agree. All right. I'm I'm open to a good Gowan. Right. So you heard it. You know, it's, it's, it's all. It's all time stamp. I said it. She I said, said it. it. She's open to it. I'm open to it because I'm so resistant. Oh, that, that, exactly. Yeah, I'm exactly. so resistant to it, but I'm, I'm open to it now. All right. Moving on to another couple. Team Classy. My folks. Claire yes. and Jesse. Yes, yes, yes. What are your thoughts of Jesse's storyline? He wants... Okay, so he buys a parcel of land. He, he sees the feature with Clara. We actually haven't heard him say I love you yet, no. those three words. Nope, we heard. But he's already envisioning a future with Clara. But he wants to be financially set before he moves forward. Your thoughts of this? Okay, folks. Mm. Don't get mad at me, Hardies. Okay. You know I, I knew I, you know I sip my wine. Sip oh, your, wait, we have wine. Oh, yeah, yes. Not to digress, but we do have wine. Yes, Cheers yes. to season six. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. It's good. <laughs> like, like, we'll see Melissa later. So, we'll see her later. Yes. No. Um, okay, here's, here's the thing. So this is the one storyline that I was kind of screaming at the TV a little bit. Now everybody knows really? I love this couple. This coupling. I've been I've been from the very beginning. I've been very for. I've been I've been a, I've been a, a Jesse fan from the very beginning and everything. So my I come from it as a male. So I was watching this and I was like, girlfriend. He's trying to get everything in order, which is what men try to do. They, they try to get everything in order so they can present themselves in a better way to you before they ask you to marry them. And I feel like she was pushy. So you guys can get a little mad at me if you want to, but I just felt like she was a little pushy. And I love them together, but I was like, girl, calm down. He's going to work it all out. Okay. And then he, but some, so I'm coming from a male perspective, because for men, that's what we would think. We're like, I'm going to come from the female perspective. Yeah, perspective. yeah exactly. Okay. That's so I, I thought, I, I want them together. I want them together. I want them, they're doing it. But I'm like, I see where he's coming from. He wants to, he's finding out his ducks in a row. And so he's it's like, he'll, 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 he'll ask her to marry him. Right. So. Okay, so you say pushy. I say, yes, she was pushy, but it was in a good way. It was only because, as a woman, <laughs> tell us, she had tell the us. intuition that he wasn't being completely honest and, like, being omissive in, in that way. And he did. It was like, he didn't tell her the truth <laughs> of why he has been so hesitant, why he doesn't have money right away. And she knew it. She knew that she was, he wasn't telling her everything. And so she was just pushing for him just to get to that point where he can say what's really bothering him. Well, men don't do that. Yeah, but women push the men uh, yeah, to know, do that. I know. But I'm saying men and That's men, why men and women exactly. work together. A man, men are men. Yeah, exactly. I was just saying men, we don't naturally think that way. We're fixers. We're just like, we're going to take care of stuff. And then you should just, and that's our fault. You should, you should know how we feel. You know, whatever. That's how we. That's where we come from. I know that's what it is. So I saw. I felt bad. I was like, "You'll get married. Don't worry. It's gonna work. He's gonna ask. He's probably gonna be really romantic. He's probably gonna ask you and everything." But 
let him get this stuff in order first. So I, but I see. I mean, I you know, that's just I stopped crying as a man. Yeah, I did like the moment where Claire was talking to Abigail, and Abigail, you know, it, and I can't say the exact line, but it more so went the conversations like he has to tell you. Yeah. Like, he, he just has to tell you what's on his mind. Well, the chat room is about, it's, it's kind of split between both of us. They're okay, like, on you and me. That's totally so, fair. Yeah, it makes sense. And they so say, she well, was pushing him in a good way to tell the truth. Yeah. Just tell what's bothering him. Elizabeth lastly said, Jesse's never had a serious girl before, so he's trying. Yeah, he's but definitely trying. I think he's trying, he's trying, he's trying. So, but and also, was, for a relationship, you have to be open to discuss everything. Well, that part, you know, that part that's is That's what true. Abigail was like, well, yeah. if he can't talk about this, what else can he not talk right. about? You know? Well, Jeanette says, I'm impressed how far Jesse has come, though, since he's first on the show, which, yeah, is, which that's is true. true. That that's part true. is true. I wasn't the biggest Jesse fan yeah. either. Yeah, like, she, like was, she, wasn't, she wasn't. wasn't. I was very beginning. Remember season three? I was hard against him, too. I know. I know you were. I know. I'm I know. usually hard against men. <laughs> I mean, but rightfully so. Look where he came from. Yeah, exactly. He came from nefarious beginnings. It was more so about like my distrust for young men. That's another show, folks. That's another show. That is. That's another show. As I set my wine. But, but yes, but no. Yeah, but, but, but it, it, it's more so, like, the problem with Jesse starting off, like, he was just a young man stuck yeah. in a terrible position, and he just had a lot of maturing to do, and we yes. did that. Yeah. Problem with Gowan, he was a grown man doing yes, all this yes, stuff, right. so he doesn't, he, he doesn't have more leeway in that sense. But both of these guys, Jesse and Gowan, they're growing. Yeah, and, 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 and again, good storyline, though. I, yes. I enjoyed the storyline. To me, again, we have this dialogue. That's what a good storyline does. And again, it's the same issues that still happen today. So it's like this it's all relatable. That's why that's why I love it. No need to tell Vesky says nefarious. Nefarious. Yeah. I, like I like big words. I like I like words. Yeah, nefarious is good. I like a good word. Um and uh Ann Riddle says I see you're coming from James. She was a little pushy, but not as pushy as Elizabeth with Jack. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, this was, this was, we had moments more. where Elizabeth had to push Jack to finally talk. Yeah, I know talk. that too. But again, men don't do that normally. Especially, I'm sure back then, especially if I yeah. were very. But it's also women's job to push the yeah, men well, to do it. Too. That's true too. Get it? You know, you, I get it. You see, like we all have our roles. That, that's very we see, true. That's we very see true. it a lot of the times, and, and like you know, rest in peace, Jack. But yeah. it, it is a recyclical pro- process yeah. and problem, and. A lot of relationships, if not all relationships, yeah. you just have to be open and honest about yeah. it. If anything went to work, it's called communication. That's actually very true, right? All right. That's very true. People like the, they love the Jesse Redemption story. I do too. Yeah. I'm loving it too. Mm-hmm. Especially like this is a past problem that he now had stealing from a man yeah. and now paying him back. And knowing that he doesn't have to. Because it seems like he, he, he got his money back, mm-hmm. but now he's just helping, supporting him. Right. Further down the line. So that just shows how good Jesse is to keep helping right. this guy. Right. Um, so good on him. Yes. No one told him to do it. He knows it out of goodness mm-hmm. of his heart that he mm-hmm. should. So that shows character yep. growth. And uh, and finally, the phone works at the end. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Episode. That was hilarious, though. Are you going to answer it? It's like your phone's just ringing. Everybody's like, excited. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, the phone finally well, rings. Well, it was so sad when everybody was there in the beginning and like yeah. raised his phone to go off and it didn't work. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't want, want. I didn't realize, like, wrong. And then, uh, then when the phone, but she's standing there and like, okay, well, uh, answer the phone, and she did, and it was the president. You write it down, it's the president, the of, senior vice president was, of the telephone yeah. operations. I was like, wow, I got excited for them. I'm kind of like, I got excited. I was like, the phone's here, the phone's here, the phone's here. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Abigail should be the one to, to do the answer the first call. She's the mayor. Yeah, and and the, and the phone's going to go into. 
a lot of the offices and like uh, that makes sense. Like Lee will have an obviously Lee, the police, the general the, the store jail, probably right? mercantile, yeah. and I believe the hospital. That the makes the sense. Nursery yeah, nursery, well. yeah, like the the ones that need the most communication, immediate like emergency communication. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Anything else about this episode? I said that, uh, that you loved. Well, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it because I know people were kind of saying a little bit in here. I'm just going to say it just a little briefly. Okay. Um, first of all, I think the show is doing really well without the main guy that was on the show for five seasons. Yes. I would say that, and it did feel weird in the opening. I will mention it. It was kind of like, wow, there's no Daniel listening in the opening. And I wrote that down. I was like, just like, yeah, the title credits been so it was quick. so fast, it was so quick, and I was just like. Wow, he really is gone. Like it was like the first time, the first season, he was not yeah. in the opening. It opened with Elizabeth or with um with uh, Aaron, Aaron. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, a little bit. So I, I'm gonna, I, that's kind of like the elephant. I just want to say that out loud. And we noticed it also. We noticed it a little bit. Uh, but the, but to me, the show's off to a great start. I think I think people. I think people who think they're not going to watch this season because of Jack being gone should reconsider and watch it. It's really, it's going to be, from the previews we saw, it's going to be really good. Yeah, a lot of good storylines. But this episode was, I'm glad they made the choice, I think you agree, to make it a light episode, just kind of ease into it. You know, we we had a dark last couple of, episodes yeah, the, the last like three episodes of season five were hard to yeah were hard hitting yes so it was very, smart very it wasn't it was we were crying and everything was so this was like let's ah, exhale right. or, you know i'm thinking whitney houston let's exhale waiting to exhale um and actually it's just kind of i, I know. love whitney i know we love, no, we, love, we love whitney we love whitney we love whitney i make sure rest in peace. i don't think people know how much no, we love whitney, we, but love, we, we, t- we tweet each other stuff i mean tweet i mean, tweet about stuff about whitney but anyway um i just think it was a great choice on the producers the writers to do something lighter yeah it's still important it repelled story got propelled forward still and there's a lot of storylines so you know, we got things to choose from there's a lot going on uh, so I'm almost afraid the season will be like everyone's gonna be like ten things, twenty things going on every, every episode. Oh and my no, god! They Marissa. usually do that. There's usually like at least a solid four to five right. storylines. I know. I think we have a lot. You know, I think we have a lot. So is it Sunday yet? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> said not yet, girl. Like it just happened. But yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fun season to watch. I'm. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. What about I'm you? excited. Uh, I mean, we have the whole season to watch. So the, a lot more to unfold in in front of us and storylines to see where, you know, they built a lot of storylines for us to they watch did. throughout the rest of the they season. Do. Like so many. Um, but all right. That brings us into our fun special segment of the day. Yes. So the. Yes. Oh, there Ooh. you go. Phone, what phone, is that? Hello. Phone. Hello. Hello. Um, yes. So a big storyline, obviously, was the telephone. And I, I, I thought some cool, fun 1915s trivia for you because That's back then, yes, yeah, so back then, you know, technology is hard to come by. But uh, yeah, the first telephone call was actually took place March 10th, 1876. So 39 years, even before 1915. Wow. So we're, we're in the year like 1915. Yeah, we are. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so the first call was back 39 years earlier, and the first words ever spoken was, of course, by Alexander oh, Graham yeah. Bell, who invented the phone. And he made the first call to his assistant, Thomas Watson. And the famous lines 
was, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. That's so funny. That's what he said. And the first wireless telephone was transmitted sound on a beam of light instead of electrical wires like it is now. And it's the forefather of the cordless phone, which now 80% of today's telephone system that use fiber optics. But uh, the first telephone call was so famous that Alexander Graham Bell, he repeated the line back in 1915 now. Uh, with the with the first completed transcontinental, oh, yeah. so now we're crossing the entire con- uh, country with exact line. He says, "Mr. Watson, come here. I want you." But this time, his assistant Watson replied that it would take him a week because he was at the other end of the line in San Francisco. So he made the call from New York, oh, okay. and his assistant picked it up in San Francisco. That's so so that was the first successful call across coast to coast, coast to coast, transcontinental. Wow. But yeah, but the interesting thing is actually. And because the show makes it look like the telephone is brand new, but it's right. actually been around at oh, this wow. time. It's been yeah. around for a while. In 1900, there were nearly 600,000 phones um, in Bell's telephone system. And the number shot up to 2.2 million phones by 1905. And here the show's already in 1915. Yeah. And 5.8 million by 910 in 1915 was transcontinental phone. I love that. It's, it, I love that it's. Uh, it was Bell. I remember. I remember Bell back in the day. I, mean, yeah. you're, you're, I don't know if you remember it all, but it was Bell was uh, the major phone company. Yeah. Well, the major phone company, AT and T. We have the American Telephone and Telegraph Company that was formed in 1885. Wow. They bought out Bell's telephone company and you know added the T. So that's where AT and T comes in. And AT&T is still up and going. I have AT&T, yes. so I'm a little biased. Me too. But yeah, some interesting facts about yes. the phone. And I want to bring up something really quick. I uh, I forgot to mention it on the show. When she was when Elizabeth was doing the cans and the string thing oh, yeah. with the kids. The whole vibration. So when I was a kid, we had these trees next to my house. And my brother and sister and I would go in the tree. We each had our own tree. made our own little house. And we used to take cups with the string. And talk to each other. Like plastic cups? Yep. Like red solo cups? No, okay. the other one, the, the white styrofoam. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And the white styrofoam. We used to do that. We used to have one when we were kids. But styrofoam, like, good. Uh, it worked. Mm, okay. It worked. I, mean, I it just worked. figured it, it's a softer material, so it might, like, dampen the sound. But maybe not. Oh, well, I was a kid. I don't, you know, I didn't. Okay. I, don't, I, mean, like, I can see why a tin can, because. Oh, yeah, completely. Can metal reverberates yes. sound better than exactly. the styrofoam. I was a kid. I don't, I don't know. I was an actual kid kid. I mean, this was the 70s. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't go into all that. But I just, I mean. The theory is there. The theory is there. And I thought it was just really funny. Did I was like, oh, yeah, that's we learned how to do that, too. We string and we do it and it does work it was kind of fun so that's kind of a fun thing in there and yeah um so hardy's i hope you enjoyed that fun trivia like me i'm just a nerd and i thought that was actually pretty interesting so maybe we'll do a fun special segment uh, every week that like relates to describes the Mm -hmm. the technology back then to what it is now and i loved all their ironic lines um, that they dropped throughout the episodes. Like, the, the phones are going to be everywhere now. Right, right exactly. Even, even when uh, Robert was like, I want to build a car that goes 60, 70 miles per hour. I was like, oh, aim higher. Exactly, exactly. That's going to happen. But eventually we happen because we, like, ironically, we know. Yeah, we do. We and it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It is fun to watch and go back. But it's fun to see people, like, get introduced to it in real time. Yes. You know, and see how they adapt and grow in that sense. So that's it for our special segment, but we do have a little bit of news. Oh, After Buzz TV News. 
Yeah, so everyone should know that Erin Cricker was on Home and Family this yes. past week, yes. and she was talking about the season six, and she did a little recap on like, where we are now and what's happening. Jack's gone, but she's a new mother. The telephone's coming in. So it's a great uh, interview mm-hmm. with, of it course... Ryan Matheson. <laughs> I totally blanked on his name. And I was like, I didn't know Debbie. Wait, sorry, Cameron so, Matheson. Cam, Cameron Matheson. He used Matheson. to play Ryan on All My Children. Cameron <laughs> right. Matheson. Cameron Matheson and Debbie. Me, yeah. Um, and, you know, she looked great. She, yeah. she, and she also did another uh, interview with Entertainment Tonight with yeah. former AfterBuzz host Deidre Bajor. Yeah. Behar. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't know. Deidre is actually I just from here. a host here. Yeah, yeah I, I used to produce her show. So. Oh, see? She is a former AfterBuzzer, mm-hmm. letting you all know that. Yes. Um, she And Aaron says, after spending five seasons building up this romance between Jack and Elizabeth and really falling for the connection, I think it would be pretty jarring for audience to suddenly see Elizabeth with a new guy. So... Aaron is addressing if these two new guys that are coming to town, if she's right. going to start a relationship with any of them. Right. She says, mm, probably not. A too soon. So we are really taking our time with it. And if you watched my interview with Aaron yes. Krako back at HFR4, Hardy's Family mm-hmm. Reunion, she mentioned that these guys are just friends, quote unquote. Yeah. Keeping it friendly. Yes. In that sense. So, yes, yes. she says we're trying to be respectful of the fact that this is a major loss in her life. So, it is too soon for her to start a new relationship. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I think it's too soon. And also, Kevin Smith over the weekend had a new mm-hmm. film, Love on the Menu, with Autumn Research. It's all about gourmet cooking. Of course, because we yeah. all know if you follow Kevin's he life, loves food. he loves cooking. Yes. He was cooking last night during the during the premiere. Yeah, so I saw something like that. Yes, I know that he like, he does. Yeah, some some fun stuff. So definitely check those out. Uh, the cast, you know, they're they're still working, um, even off season. All right, moving on to our fun and final segment <laughs> prediction. And now your after buzz TV. Predictions. I've done it in eight months. It's so I know. crazy. It's been forever. Um, first of all, we saw the previews. Yes, we did. A lot. They, they showed a lot. I mean, they always showed the full season preview yeah. after the first episode. And it's like, uh, so I'll go first because your predictions are always like spot on. <laughs> Mind you, she don't know anything. It's but like a study television or right, something. Right, to something. I was going to say, Hmm. Rosemary can have a hard time having a baby. Yes, I have that too. Getting pregnant. Ro- Rosemary and Lee have fertility issues. Fertility issues. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesse's going to find oil on this land. Yeah. But it's like, a, but it's like a trout the way he thinks it is. Like, it's like, it's like he said, if you say, I'm rich, I think something's going to go down with that. It can't be that easy. Something's going to mm-hmm. go down with that. So he can't just have a good break in right, life. You, I don't think so. All right. It's a drama, it's a TV drama. Fine. Yeah, you're, you know, you're right. I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's just like that's too, that's too neat. Like, now I'm rich, I got everything. I, just, I have a feeling something's going to go down. So it's just, like, too good to be true? Yeah. Usually it is. Yeah. Sure. I feel that. Now you, girl. Okay. I'm scared. Um, you know, well, I said Rosemary and Lee have infertility issues, but I would love to see, because we know we have uh, the the spinoff show that's only available on the Hallmark Movies Now app um, and Hope Calls. Um, I would love to see more... Crossover episodes between those two, the, yes. the two women that we oh, got. Oh yeah, in the I can't Christmas wait to see. Yeah, episode. I can't wait. And, and to this because they they do play in real time yeah. in that sense. And Elizabeth gets a library, so it makes me question. Like, I mean, it, it solidifies more her place in the town now yeah. that she, a she she's a teacher, so right. she's at the the school and she has her house and now she has a library. So yeah. what more? Could come about a library. I love libraries. I'm a Me library too. like Me every too. single week. I have a library card. <laughs> so do I. Um, I love libraries. 
so I, I think something good will come out of that. But also, uh, I, I think there's going to be more because we know on, in the off season that they that they casted a, a few actor male yeah. actors yeah. to to come they in did. for yeah. a couple episodes here and there. So Elizabeth, no, sorry, not Elizabeth, <laughs> too many characters now. Right. I think. Abigail, it's kind of relationship. She, it's too soon again. I agree. She's had a man every single I season. I know. I know. I agree. Girl, it's okay. You're <laughs> you are a successful single, strong, yes. empowering woman. You don't yes. need a man. She doesn't need a man. Yes. They, they try to build up the storyline with Gon last season, and like right. you know how hard I was against I know, that. I know. Yes. Um, but I I don't think this. Man is gonna work out for Abigail either. Yeah, not so either. It's like no one's good enough for her. They're not. She's the best. I know. She's so good that she it's so, so hard to get to her level. Yes, Just I saying. agree. But I think that the men that are gonna come in town, they're gonna cause a lot of scandal, and I'm not sure for the better. I think so scandal either. usually doesn't mean. Better, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but, you know but I, mean. I know what you mean, though. But like, yeah, I agree with you also. So drama's mm-hmm. gonna happen with those men. Yeah. But oh, definitely, definitely. That's about it. Other than more cute moments with the baby, I can't yes. wait to see how this baby's gonna like, baby really play into Elizabeth's yeah. just story. The whole life. town is totally into this baby. Yeah, it takes a village, and literally the village, the is, village is taking it. It's taking her baby. She know where her baby was. They're taking her baby. Mm. Yes, I love it. I don't know. All yes. right, great things to come for season six, and we're yes. going to be here all season to talk about it. We yes, do we have some guests lined up. We can't up. say who. You're just going to have to keep tuning in keep to tuning watch. In. So, James, in the meantime, we're going to keep following you. First, I want to say thank you to the 71 people who watched us today. Yeah, um, and many of you guys are in here, and you guys are getting involved, and I'm so glad that you guys are here with us. And I want to give a shout-out to you, little Elise Miller. That's, that's Christy Miller's daughter, who made me this great little me, a little mini-me. And I'm going to bring it in one day and show it to you guys. It's really beautiful, and thank you, girl. I love it so much. You can find me. We're all James Lott Juniors are sold at James Lott Jr. on all social media platforms. The superorganizeduniverse.com is my uh, website. Follow me everywhere. Now you. There you go. And you can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. You can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV and on social media platforms. You know where to find us. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing. Keep uh, giving us your predictions of what's going to happen in Season 6. Thanks, Hardies, and we will see you next time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.